Breakups or distancing, whether with lovers, relatives, friends, colleagues, etc., especially messy ones, aren't easy. But they are necessary for the evolution of our souls. And if you can come to a space of gratitude for the lessons learned, the growth you did experience in your time together, and even, this one's the toughest, forgiveness and compassion for the other person, that is conscious uncoupling, at least for one person, meaning you. You can't control what anyone else does in life or whether they choose to level up. That's their dharma. You just no longer need to be a part of it anymore. Welcome to the Pave Your Paradise podcast. I'm Mandy Ross, international media personality, speaker, writer, life cheerleader, and coach. Each episode, I'll share a guest or an idea to help you blast through your limiting beliefs, nourish your soul, and connect with yourself to take your relationships, health, business, and life to a next level. We don't play small. We're meant for great things. We take our struggles and turn them into slam dunk successes. This is the place for you to create your best you so you can pave your personal path to paradise. Are you with me? Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to the show. If you're new to the show, I'm Mandy Ross, host of this amazing space for you guys to up-level your relationships, your health, your business, and your life. Thank you so much for tuning in and for your continued support. Your subscriptions, reviews, and shares mean the world to me, and I feel honored for you to be spending your time here together. I'd love to know what you're doing while you're listening to me. Walking, driving, doing stretching and yoga in your pajamas in the living room? No personal experience there. Cleaning? Let me know on social media by sharing a story of how you love to listen to Pave Your Paradise podcast and you just never know when I'll feature it. You might just wake up to your face on one of my stories. So tag Mandy J. Ross and Pave Your Paradise on Instagram and all of your other favorite social media places. So major news for you guys that I shared a while back is that I have now started a Patreon page and it's up and I'm ready to serve you even more through it. There's lots of additional resources I'll be sharing. So for you to join the official Pave Your Paradise community where you'll be receiving tons of self-growth, self-love, and self-compassion tips, techniques, and tools for your personal development toolbox, also to connect with me in live group calls and coaching, plus be supporting the podcast and myself to raise awareness on self-love and compassion and connection, please visit my new page at www.patreon.com slash Mandy J. Ross. Boom! So how excited are you guys? I'm feeling pumped to start, so let's do this. Today's episode topic is how to distance yourself from a toxic person. As y'all know, I created this podcast to empower you to live your best life and to help you through life's biggest struggles so you can turn them into success. One topic I keep being asked about, whether in your DMs to me, when I'm coaching clients, or simply having conversations that keep coming up, It's this theme of how to deal with toxic people and in some cases how to avoid or get rid of them from your life entirely. 
So today, I'm here to provide solutions to your problem. Just for clarity's sake, toxic people can also be termed as unhealthy, narcissistic, manipulative, abusive, and can make your life a living hell, especially when you're unaware of what's really going on. They can create so much unnecessary stress and drama and trauma, and let's be real, ain't nobody got time for that. I'm going to share how to navigate life with one in it, especially if it's someone who you have been around or can't eliminate from your life right now, like your intimate partner, a friend, a relative, a coworker or boss, or someone who's in your world regularly, like a neighbor, etc. I want to help you to avoid the heartaches and headaches I've endured learning firsthand what it's like to be in an intimate and vulnerable scenario with someone who is toxic. In this episode, I'll be sharing real examples of some of the experiences I've gone through for you to hopefully use them as insight into what you may be questioning or feeling yourself or could find yourself in a similar position and to know how to spot it head on. This episode stems from a lot of reflection, awareness, healing, and forgiveness. I know if you're tuning in, you already have an open heart, mind, and spirit, and I only ask that you listen with compassion for those who are struggling with this. Life with one can be far from paradise, and you deserve to be happy. So just as it's important to talk about ways to pave your path to paradise, it's equally as important to have conversations around things that could delay, diminish, and or hurt your process or progress. As you can count on me for always giving you the straight up real deal, this topic is one that isn't as easy for me to discuss as some of the other topics on my show, but I've heard countless stories from friends who are struggling in relationships over the years and having overcome my own experiences with this, I just feel like it's time to have this conversation and shed the light on this. By virtue of me opening up, my wish is that I can save you or someone else from going through what I did. By knowing what to look for, you can avoid a lot of drama, wasted time and energy, disappointment, losing yourself, heartbreak, and headaches in your life. So, without further ado, let's dive in. So as y'all know my philosophy that sharing is caring, I'm going to start with my personal story of one scenario that some of you who are listening may resonate with. If any of you are dealing with a volatile relationship right now that you're in as you're listening or have been there in what may feel like another lifetime now as those kind of relationships often can, I totally understand as I've been there too. I know what it feels like to be in a toxic, unhealthy, emotionally and psychologically abusive relationship because I've been in one and although it was extremely challenging, I finally built up the courage and strength to leave. It's a really unfortunate circumstance when you're an open, positive, caring, affectionate and supportive partner and the person who you love is just not capable of reciprocating the same for you and on top of that who does things to intentionally tear you down. Hurt people hurt people and I wasn't willing to be the receiver from a very hurting soul anymore. Today I live in a healthy, safe and positive environment surrounded by the most loving, supportive, sweet souls in my life who I'm completely aligned with and can now look back with forgiveness and compassion from my heart space for the person who I was with. A very important note here is that forgiveness does not mean I excuse any type of abuse ever. And I mean that ever, ever, ever. But... The significant takeaway of this is that when you forgive, 
you heal. And when you let go, you grow. I'm going to say that again because it's so important for you guys to hear this. When you forgive, you heal. And when you let go, you grow. Allowing myself time to fully process, heal, nourish, and grow once I left, I began experiencing such profound love, support, abundance, and alignment in my life. It's amazing what happens when you let go of the people and things who and that are not vibing at the same high frequency as you. One of the things that also helped me get through that experience was remaining in a constant state of gratitude. And I know if you guys are dealing with this right now, that may sound crazy or shocking to you, but let me explain. I realize now that again, as unfortunate as the scenario was, and no one deserves any form of mistreatment, the lessons I learned because of it were necessary in order for my soul to evolve into the strong, resilient, powerful, and yet still sweet, loving, kind, and open-hearted Mandy on this mic today, and for me to step into an even more powerful role in this world and to use my voice to serve and for such goodness for positive change. Thankfully, I was able to escape as things could have gone so much worse in the situation I was in, and I thank God every day for my freedom, my peace of mind, my health, joy, all of the loving souls in my life, and all of the aligned opportunities that continue to come to me. So now that I've shared a bit about what I went through in an extreme case, I'm going to share some tips on how to distance yourself from someone who is toxic in your life, especially if you aren't ready to or can't eliminate them entirely. So first tip is acceptance. You have to come to terms with this individual not changing no matter how much you beg, plead, explain, or try to reason with them because they're not going to change. Okay, so I understand there's always exceptions to this rule, but in 99.9% of the scenarios with a highly toxic person, they are the way they are, and the moment you can be honest with yourself about that, you can let go of any normal expectations you would have with a healthy person, as you're not dealing with someone who's capable of a give and take in relationships. Toxic people are focused on feeding themselves at all times, even when they seem like they're doing something that could normally be considered as giving or generous. There's almost always some sort of condition or some sort of strings attached with it that usually have to do with some form of control over you. My second tip is on awareness. I'm talking hyper self-awareness here, guys. A lot of times, especially with an intimate relationship with a toxic partner, you start to question yourself and you stop listening to your gut because the voice of the person who is supposed to be a loving support supportive partner with you and who has your best interest is feeding your mind with the exact opposite, picking apart every single part of your being. This oftentimes leaves you feeling unsure, defeated, depleted, and like you've lost yourself. So here is when you get to take back your personal power within that you always have access to at any time. It starts with a whole lot of compassion, forgiveness, and love for yourself and education. I can't stress that enough. You must educate yourself on exactly who you're dealing with. That's why acceptance is first and 
Awareness is second. You must first come to terms and be honest about the fact that you are dealing with a toxic individual. And then, and only then, can you take the necessary informed action on how to deal with them. Resources are aplenty on this topic, as it seems that there are a good handful of these energy vampires walking around on this planet. Another big reminder, you can't change anyone. This is especially being said to all of you out there, I know y'all, some of you are listening, who are people pleasers. I know because I used to be one, and it is an exhausting battle that is never ending, and it's a lose situation trying to please this person. Okay guys, I can't help but say in this episode, I am the biggest romantic and optimist when it comes to love. Even after being in an unhealthy relationship, as I realize there are way more good and pure souls on this planet than those who are better off not being a partner. And again, my current compassion for those who are hurting allows me to remain hopeful, optimistic, and open to big magical love in my life. So now for the biggie. Tip number three is all about boundaries. Yes, I slowed that down on purpose. Boundaries. I hear similar unhealthy patterns all the time from my coaching clients, and it usually boils down to a lack of boundaries of some sort in their connection with others. Boundaries are the highest form of love and respect for yourself. I love this topic so much and believe it to be that important to your success that I made y'all a podcast all about it. It was actually my second podcast for Pave Your Paradise ever. So if you haven't listened to that one, it is full of boundary tips and implementation techniques so you can start using boundaries in your life today. So go give it a listen. What's even more important than creating boundaries is enforcing them. You must do this in order for them to be effective. You are dictating a standard when you do. You have to treat toxic people basically like children and give them rules to adhere to, otherwise there will be consequences. This is so important, guys. Whatever the consequence, and no matter how much they try to manipulate their way out of it, and y'all know they will, you need to stick to your guns about it. Otherwise, it defeats the entire purpose and nothing will change. It's going to just leave you feeling frustrated all over again with no signs of progress. Boundaries are self-respect. People treat you by what you're willing to tolerate. I'm going to repeat that one because it's so important to ingrain that in your mind. Boundaries are self-respect and people treat you by what you're willing to tolerate. Not by what you ask for, but by what you're willing to tolerate. You can try saying something like this next time the toxic person is out of line with you. Which very well may be the next time you come into contact with them. Say it with no expression, just pure calmness when you do. I'm not willing to tolerate this behavior, and until you learn to respect this, we can't be around one another. I'll say that again if you guys want to write this down. I'm not willing to tolerate this behavior, and until you learn to respect this, we can't be around one another. So I'm all about flow in life, in health, in business, and in relationships. And flow is what boundaries allow for. 
Relationships need to be a give and take and they can't just be favored in one direction. So here's another tip for you guys. Do not share any information with toxic people. If you have, that's cool, that's in the past, but moving forward, do not continue to do so. Literally give them nothing, no new information about you because they'll usually just end up throwing it back in your face and use it as ammo to hurt you, especially if it's something you're extra sensitive about or vulnerable about. One of the best tactics to do is ask them about themselves. Now this works obviously when they approach you and it works because toxic people love talking about themselves. This isn't to be confused with the way a normal healthy person shares confidently about themselves. In this case, you're dealing with someone who only has themselves in mind, so you're literally redirecting the conversation to be all about them. Ask them questions. Make it all about them so you don't have to divulge any info about yourself. You have to learn how to protect yourself by being in a bubble around them, as they just can't be trusted. This will also allow you to not take on the shame, blame, manipulation, and guilt trip game they often play with you. Now guys, all of this takes practice and a lot, a lot of self-love. It's by no means easy. I'm not saying this is at all an easy thing to do, especially if you've been around a toxic person for a while. But I can assure you guys from my personal experience, the more you put your foot down and exercise boundaries, the easier it does get. A really good way to measure your growth, because I do believe what you actually measure is what you can progress in, is to ask yourself this. Once you've encountered the toxic person and you've removed yourself, how long does it take for the sting of their nastiness to last, if at all? Again, if this is someone who knows how to push your buttons, which they usually try to find out right away with you how to do so, and you've allowed them to get to you for a really long time, that sting may last for a really long time. It's traumatizing being treated like that. But the more you distance yourself from them and realize it really has nothing to do with you, but of their own projection of self-loathing, pain, insecurity, etc., the less of an effect they will have on you until they finally don't have an effect at all. In these moments when the person is trying to manipulate you, put you down, make you feel insecure, small, etc., you can say to yourself, I love myself more than getting wrapped up in the negativity and drama of that person. And I swear this seriously helps in those moments. I love myself more than getting wrapped up in the negativity and drama of that person. It's not about you. It sucks. It hurts. It can be really shocking to the core, but it's not about you. So please, guys, I'm sending you so much love to not take it personally, and I'm sending you the biggest hug for any of you who are dealing with a toxic person right now because I know how horrid that experience can be. Lastly, it's important to determine whether the environment is okay enough for you to even stay in any longer. These people can be really mean, selfish, energy vampires, and you have to ask yourself ultimately if they're worth keeping in your life or letting go. How do you really feel deep down when you're around them? Do they uplift and energize you? 
I know this sounds harsh and it can be super difficult, but you don't have to keep them in your life. Even if they're a relative or a boss or a longtime friend or someone you've had a relationship for 30 plus years, the question to ask yourself is, are you happy? Really happy. Even so, with all of the history and ties together, you're never under any obligation to keep someone who is toxic in your life a part of your world. And as hard as it can be to say goodbye, your mental health and well-being is the most important priority. And if they jeopardize that, then it may be time to cut the cord. You must if you're constantly feeling drained. For the first time in my adult life, the situation I was in made me realize there can be such a thing as being too optimistic and hopeful around someone changing. I've never stopped being optimistic or hopeful, but now the difference is that I reserve my time, energy, effort, and love for those who are aligned with me and who, quite frankly, deserve it. When you truly love yourself, you'll start to take inventory. You want to surround yourself with people who add to your life, who are healthy for you, positive, uplifting, inspiring, real, and energizing. Because you guys, you deserve that. Here's the thing. Once you've cut them out, toxic people will not forget you. And believe me, they will try to come back into your life. Things like a random phone call out of the blue, an email, text messages professing they want to see you so badly or that they miss you or have some important reason for being in touch. This is all a manipulation tactic. They don't love you and they don't actually miss you. They just miss the supply of attention and or control they had over you or the reaction they get out of you. They're looking for an ego stroke. That's it and that's all it is. They are incapable of pure, healthy, unconditional love until and even then if they do get help for their condition. So if they do contact you, Please remain strong and do not respond. Do yourself a big favor. They will go to all measures to try to convince you they need to be back in your life. But from experience and just being straight up with y'all, actions speak the loudest and you can think back to their behaviors around you as enough to stop you dead in your tracks at reopening that treasure chest of volatility. In my personal situation that I mentioned earlier, I literally had to block them from all contact after leaving, after many negative incidences, as it was unsafe and unhealthy for me to have any connection or communication with them. Definitely not the type of energy I wanted or want in my life, and vibes never lie. Now, sometimes what happens when you're used to being around someone, even if they are toxic, is that you find yourself feeling lonely and starting to miss them. You know what? That is completely understandable that you feel that way, especially if you've had a long period of memories and history made together. And let's be real, most of you listening out there are super sensitive souls like I am, and of course it's going to hurt when you're significantly decreasing or letting go of someone you've loved once. That's totally normal, and you are a kind human. It's in our makeup to care and love. I've been there too, and here's what I did to get through it, and here's something that you can do too. 
I had to keep consciously reminding myself that it's not really the actual person or relationship that I truly missed when I felt reminiscent, but the fantasy of what I wanted them to be and for that relationship to be, that's what I was really missing. Then I would refocus my energy on all of the blessings and things that were and are surrounding or opening up for me since I created space where dead weight once was. Still to this day, I have highly emotional moments too that creep back up for me. But being extra kind and loving to myself is what always works to get me through those moments. Breakups or distancing, whether with lovers, relatives, friends, colleagues, etc., especially messy ones, aren't easy. But they are necessary for the evolution of our souls. And if you can come to a space of gratitude for the lessons learned, the growth you did experience in your time together, and even, this one's the toughest, forgiveness and compassion for the other person, that is conscious uncoupling, at least for one person, meaning you. You can't control what anyone else does in life or whether they choose to level up. That's their dharma. You just no longer need to be a part of it anymore. I chose me, and I now choose happy and growth-oriented living. I choose a bright and bountiful future surrounded only by those who I love and who are capable of reciprocating that same high vibration energy of love. You guys know I preach this to you on every, pretty much every episode because I believe it with my entire heart and soul. You deserve the best and that can only happen when the people in your life are a reflection of the self-love you feel and give yourself every day. In life, you attract what you're willing to be, live, and honor in yourself. So please guys, choose you. So in this episode, I've shared my story, some traits to look out for, some examples, some solutions on dealing with one, and ultimately what to do if you find yourself caught in this situation, how to take some action in your own life by exercising some of these principles and questions to ask yourself. And I always go back to the boundaries. And what I find really helpful in these situations is if you haven't done this for yourself already, clearly state in writing what you will and will not tolerate in any type of relationship. Your negotiables and non-negotiables are so imperative for you to actually have written out so that you can always go back to them to remind yourself, especially in situations that are really awkward or you find yourself losing yourself through emotion or whatnot, you can go back to this and it can guide you to help you to navigate the relationships in your life. So I do have a journal exercise, you know, my soul work because I don't believe in homework. (laughs) So I want you guys to do an honesty check-in And if there's someone who you can think of in your life right now who you're kind of iffy about or who maybe does not feel like the best person to be in your life, I want you to just do a journal exercise and write about, do you feel like someone you know is toxic? How is their presence truly affecting you, your environment, your peace, your happiness, and your physical and mental health? These questions are so important to ask yourself with anyone who's new that comes into your life or the existing people you also have in your life as well. Do the inventory. Figure out if the people who are currently in your circle should even be there, should even have the gift of your presence in their lives. 
Guys, life is too short not to be living in or at least working towards your state of paradise. As you know with this podcast, I'm always telling you that because I truly believe that we can all pave our own personal path to paradise. So when you have the courage within to eliminate the things or people in your life that are not serving you, the universe or higher power, energy, God, whatever you want to call it, that Holy Spirit will have your back and it will bless you with exactly what you need for the evolution of your soul. So have hope, have faith, keep reaching forward and do what you need to do for you. You are the priority. You can't pour from an empty cup, nor can you heal anyone else but yourself. And you deserve happy, which is why it's so important to distance yourself from a toxic person. Guys, you just have to keep moving ahead even when it feels like impossible. And I know what it feels like. I know what that struggle feels like because I've been there. But if I can do it, if I can overcome the challenge of being with a toxic person and stepping away from that situation and respectfully removing myself to be in the state that I am today, you guys can do it too. So on that positive note, thank you so much for tuning in. If you're loving our time together and would love to support this podcast, I have something special for you. You can now become a Mandy Ross Tribe member on my Patreon page, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Not only will you be supporting the podcast, but you'll also have exclusive access to additional content and me. I've included the link to my sign-up page in the episode notes. All right, guys. On that note, that's it for this episode. I'm sending y'all so much love and light and wishing you a positive, peaceful, and progressive journey. Until next time. Mwah! Thanks so much for joining me. If there's anyone you know who you think could benefit from hearing today's episode, it would mean the world if you'd share it with them. Love what you heard? Then please subscribe. If you really love what you heard, then please leave a review with your honest and loving thoughts. This podcast wouldn't be possible without your support. If you feel called to, please make contributions to my podcast fund that helps me to keep it going strong, bringing on amazing guests for you, and to continue the ripple effect of spreading goodness in the world. I appreciate you, your time, and your energy, and I love hearing from you, so drop me a line on social media. As always, I'm wishing you a positive day and your own piece of paradise. Until next time, sending you love and light and keep shining.